Door Service, where service is their specialty. Proud sponsor of This Morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre. All right, on the show today, an angel got its wings. Listen to that. Um, Dr. Catherine Smart, the past president of the Canadian Medical Association, will join us as the premiers continue to meet uh, in uh, in Winnipeg. In Winnipeg, um, healthcare, obviously, you know, front and center. A lot of people saying, "Hey, we we got to keep working on getting this fixed." So, what's going on here? But also, uh, crime disorder also a priority as well. So, uh, Dr. Smart's going to join us on that. We will talk about the science of fear coming up. Really looking forward to that and this. CEO of the Edmonton Community Foundation organization does incredible work in this city. Uh, Tina Thomas is going to join us in studio, actually. And uh, right, we still get all excited. We're an in studio guest. Somebody's going to see us yeah. face to face. Cool. They've started a fund to help uh, those communities that had to deal with uh, fire and floods over the past uh, number of months. Right now, though, we know air travel is. It's wonderful when it works. Yes, it can be challenging when it does It can be challenging when it doesn't. Put it mildly. Recently, you know, Morley is joining the throngs of people, many of you who, he's about, I'm not checking bags anymore. I I haven't got there yet. I want to get there uh, because I'm tired of paying my money and then having everyone at the gate allowed to do it for free because it's a full plane. Uh, and I've complained a couple times to no avail, of course, mm-hmm. with the airlines. <laughs> Surprising. Do you do, you, do you check do you check bags? It depends on what we're doing yeah. and where we're going. Uh, do we yeah. need a bunch of stuff? Then sometimes we have to I, pack a bag. That's just the nature of it. You can't take as much stuff yeah. in a carry-on. So. Work trips for me, I I check because I got my big briefcase yep. backpack too, right? So I don't want to be lugging around that and and a carry-on luggage bag. So I check that. Uh, last trip we went to, I put in the overhead. Okay. Yeah. So when we travel, very rarely do we, uh, we very rarely do we just do carry-on. I don't like lugging around carry-on luggage yeah. through an airport. I find it, a, once I get to the airport, I want things checked and I want it gone. I don't mm. want to have to worry about it getting in the way. I want to have, you know, something to eat or go to the bathroom or anything like that. I want it checked away. Um, so we do that. We always check. Japanese Airlines... Uh, is launching a new initiative, my friends. It's called Anywhere, Anywhere. And what they're (laughs) saying is um, it will allow passengers aboard any Japanese Airlines-operated flights the option to get this, rent sets of clothing for the duration of their stay in the country, which would eliminate the need to pack. It's going to run on a test basis through August of 2024. So instead of having to worry about all the checked bags, all of that sort of stuff. You're renting clothing. You're renting. No thanks. They're renting the clothes. So depending on the number of items, the rentals run anywhere from 28 bucks to 48 bucks. The cheapest option comes with three tops, two bottoms. The costliest set of clothes offers six tops, three bottoms. The categories divided into season, summer, winter, spring, fall, as well as occasion, casual, smart, casual, or a mix of the two. Does this include underwear? I, uh, yeah, I socks, guess so, yeah. yeah. Socks and gaunch? I don't know. Is that in there? Yes. And so, so the word rental leads me to believe that someone else has worn these well, before Well, then you. they would clean it. Then they Still. would clean it. Well, not the idea. You don't rent and reuse underwear. Yeah. No. no okay. Well, no. that's fine. But you, can, you can put that in a checked That's bag. right. Um, you can register on the program's website a month in advance of your travel. You put your uh, flight reference number in and the address of your hotel or other accommodations, and then the clothes are delivered directly to your hotel. 
and I guess you would have a little catalog so you can pick and choose. I'm guessing. I would assume. Right? Maybe it's just with anything new you hear about it and go, absolutely not. Wow, it's ridiculous. But I suppose if you stop and think about it, maybe it could work. Maybe it'd be something that would be worthwhile trying. I'm 28 s- to $48 is pretty cheap. It's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's, it's fairly inexpensive. Now, so if you're going on a trip for three days and you're going to spend that much money on your clothes that you already have... Uh, well, well then okay, but you're char- you're being charged fifty bucks to pack a, to, well, to checking, check your bag. Yeah. Checking a bag, checking, yeah. Remember WestJet forty, so Air Canada thirty. Still, though, you still got to take your toiletries and your your own gun and, and your own socks. Or and you buy it when you get there. Yeah. So now you're spending it. more money. Now you got to go out. What if you don't have time? But you're spending it here beforehand. Yeah. I'm not wearing I, I th- somebody else's clothes. I think one of the challenges being, you know, with three people in this room who, um, you know, would be on the maybe harder to dress side. What okay. are you saying? It's a kind way to say that. That's very kind. I like that. Right? That's very sweet. A little bit sweet. more of a challenge to dress yeah. kind. It yeah. might be a little and tricky. I think everybody gets their stuff that they like and they like to wear and they feel yes. comfortable wearing. <laughs> Especially when you're traveling. Right? Especially when you're traveling. And <laughs> you don't, you, you see, you, sure you can pick it out and it looks good, but when you try it on, you go, ah, when you put it on, what if you don't like it? I have uh, a friend who I watched recently. She was traveling for a month. She packed everything into one, like... Straw bag, mm-hmm. three pairs of pants, four shirts, a couple pair of shoes. She's got this magic way of rolling things up yep. and done it, and it's it's mind-boggling how she does. And that's what they do. And she says, "If I need anything else, I'll just pick it up when I'm away." But for the most part, she mixes and matches and says, "I've got, you know, fifteen de- different combinations." I'm like, oh my gosh, I if I don't know about you, when I'm packing, I'm throwing everything in there. It's just like, get it as close to 50 pounds and go. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the name of that girl. I watched a show. My daughter got me into it. Uh, Marie Kondo. That's yes. Yeah. 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 The way she folds things and packs yeah. things, it's unbelievable. Mm. And it, it is true. I, I started folding like that for my my luggage, and I have way more room in my suitcase now. You, so you can't get it smaller. You've been you Marie Kondo. You're Marie Kondo luggage. Oh. Fo- okay, can you please videotape that? <laughs> do it. Give us an instructional video. Uh, sure, I can do that. I just uh, Yeah, I, I know how to fold the t-shirts. I know how to fold the pants. I know if you're taking a hoodie, you got to zip it up and roll it up and wrap the hood around it and everything. Wow, yeah, yeah this could be a great reel. You need to do that. And say, Come traveling with me. I'm Morley Scott. <laughs> and it's interesting he says that, because recently on Instagram, I've been following something called the Home Edit, and they show mm-hmm. different ways on how to fold different things. Yeah. And so my jeans lately, I've been doing their folds. Um, the T-shirts, I've been doing their folds. Yeah. Again, it's all about saving space and limiting the wrinkles in your clothes and, instead of um, just showing it up there. My Mary believes in the rolling up part. Oh, okay. yeah. So not folding, but rolling yeah. up and then tucking into, into corners and all through. So sometimes it can get a little wrinkly, depending on what the shirts are that you're putting in there, but it works. Seems to give us more room, and suddenly we start pushing that border uh, as far as the weight of the luggage yeah. in an awful hurry. Forty pounds doesn't take very much. Well, I think I think a lot of folks are quite notorious about, and, and I'm speaking for myself here. Let's be real, just packing too much, thinking, "Oh, I might need this. I might need this. I need yeah, a different mm-hmm. dress every night." No, you don't. You need five, ten pairs of shorts. No, you don't. No, right? You need ten different. Well, if it's sweaty, you might. But I mean, oh, let's bring ten bathing suits. No, you don't. No one cares. But some people can't let that go because you want choice when you get there. Because that's how you feel. What do I want to wear? It depends on how I feel. 
Yeah, it can happen. Uh, one positive, uh, says uh, this listener on the text line, one positive I can think of is not having a bunch of wrinkled yes. clothes when you get there. So we, once you arrive, yeah. it's uh, delivered to your hotel. It'll be all nice and nice and clean and, and pressed. And you don't have to repack in the hotel, which and is always the toughest uh. thing. Because dirty clothes are bigger. Right? Why is that? And harder right? to fold. Right? Why so, are bigger? Why are why are dirty clothes? Because you just space? throw them into a bag and then shove them in, and yeah. there's it's all haphazard. So you're not carefully folding and carefully packing in your dirty clothes. It's just a big lump of clothing in a yeah. bag. That's yeah, why. there's not a lot of Marie Kondo going on in my hotel <laughs> room. It's all yeah. when I'm packing. I'm not home. taking care on the dirty stuff. Yeah. It's just. Well, there you go. If you're heading to Japan next year, you have another option. It's called Mm. Anywhere, Anywhere. And um, you can pick out clothes, I guess, online, and they'll deliver it to your hotel. It's about a two-week rental period. So you you need laundry done. You can't wear three tops and three bottoms for two straight weeks. Can you? I suppose you could, but I, you could. I would spill a coffee on one of them, guaranteed. <laughs> so, no, I could And if you're in Japan and if you're in Tokyo in the summer, it's awfully sweaty, so. Yeah, there you go. Anyway, there's an option for you. Options. 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 I'm trying options. to be more open-minded. Don't just say no, Daryl. Think about it and go, well, maybe. At no, Daryl. And more than just, nah. <laughs> no, Daryl. Not going to happen. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. It is uh, 6.15. <laughs> Uh, We'll take a quick pause here. When we come back, we're going to set up our science of fear conversation. This morbid curiosity test, what it looks like, and the results that each of us received. (laughs) Which one's going to be the the weird one this morning? I already know. (laughs) Back in a moment. This morning with Jalen Nye and Daryl McIntyre is brought to you by Abe's Door Service, where service is their specialty. Visit abesdoor.ca. Six eighteen on your Tuesday morning on the all new this morning with Jalen. And Daryl and Morley too, and a couple of other folks on our team going to be jumping in on the next conversation. Their cast too. of characters. Cast, and uh, after this test, oh yeah, it's characters, all right. Uh, technical producer Sarah Fox uh, taking this little morbid curiosity test. Our producer Chris Gardner doing the same thing. So, yeah, so we're, we're going to get into the science of fear and why some people, specifically why some people like horror movies, like scary movies. Dr. Colton Scrivener is going to join us after the 6.30 news. Uh, he works at uh, the Recreational Fear Lab uh, at Aarhus University in Denmark. So um, we're going to talk about that, why some people love it, why some people don't. But mm-hmm. he also, on his website, has something called the Morbid Curiosity Test. And he says, keep in mind, morbid does not mean the curiosity is bad. It just simply refers to the fact that the topic is related to death in some way. And it can be, um, you know... Uh, the afterlife. It the could afterlife, be actual... Yeah, d- you name it. Dying. Right? Oh, so, kind of when we... So, for example, some of the questions. Um, I think the supernatural is an interesting topic. Um, I am curious about crime and enjoy reading detailed news accounts about uh, about violent crimes. I'd be curious to see how an autopsy is performed. Okay, so those are some of the questions. All right, and then they rank them all. Uh, you get an overall morbid curiosity score. 
and the mm-hmm. population <laughs> average is 3.41. That is the average out of six. Yes, out of six. Okay. So do you want to start, do you want to break it down and then do the overall? What do you want to do? Well, you know, you have the overall, but then it goes into very specific ones. So if you're interested in paranormal, you'll get a certain score. Uh, If you're interested in the minds of dangerous people, there's a score. Uh, There's there's one section that says your body violation bodily injury Mm. score. So that, uh, you know, that when you go through the test, that could be things like uh, watching a public execution. Yes. Or watching the gladiators fight if you could be in ancient Rome, for an example. Violence in movies and TVs. And they yes. have violence yeah, yeah. overall. I think that's what got me. All right. So um, I think is Chris, Chris yeah, Gardner's Chris is in there, there and yeah, Sarah's there. So let's start with, with the paranormal scores, my friends. Okay. Okay. So, so I ended up with I ended up with a four out of six. Because so there's some there's some marginal curiosity there, but I'm not that wound up about it. Sarah, what did you get? Paranormal. Uh, I got a four point eight three on that one. Chris? I got a 5.83. You can all groan now, but I'm a believer. Morley? (laughs) (laughs) 2.17. And and my paranormal score score is pretty high as well. It's 5.67. Wow. Okay. So, and that, again, no right or wrong answers. It's just you're interested, you're curious, you're wondering about that kind of stuff. Yes. Okay. So your minds of dangerous people score... Um, the population average is 3.93. Daryl, what was yours? Uh, I ended up right at four, so I'm pretty close to the average for everybody. And I guess this is the the sort of the, the true crime yeah. things yes. or the serial killers, how they work, why yeah. they work, why they do yeah. what they do, those kinds Sarah? of things. Sarah? So I'm at a four. Uh, 5.67. <laughs> Are all of your scores high, Sarah? Um, uh, we'll get they're to decently them. high. We'll get to them. 5.67. Chris? I'm right there with her. 5.83. Morley? 3.67. Okay. Um, And what was I? I'm a a five. (laughs) Wow. There's a lot of you. uh, It was just Morley and I are not that. (laughs) (laughs) So this one's, this is the the body violation, body injury score. So it's like if you were, went back, would you be interested in watching a, a gladiator thing or something like that? Okay. Yeah. That's kind of... That's kind of what it was. So, Daryl. Uh, I pretty low. I think two point six seven. Two point six seven. Two point six seven. So you know, for for you know, seeing a medieval battle, yeah. seeing a no, I Colosseum gladiator. Yeah. To me, that's historical, and that goes into a lot of things that I watch, fantasy or okay. that kind of stuff. So that's I'm curious about that kind of stuff. Uh, Some Sarah. of the other ones, no. Oh, this is my lowest. It's four point three three. Okay. Chris? Yeah, I scored everything. low too. Uh, 2.83. But, you know, I I, I was thinking, it, it's how many times you want to see this. Like, I'd like to see maybe one autopsy, and then I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see point. any autopsy. <laughs> okay. Morley? Uh, this is the, the violation body injury one, right? That's right. Yeah. Uh, th- uh, 3.17, which... Is I think the only one I'm above average. Well, you you like football no violence? There's, there's some, yeah. <laughs> yeah, three three point one seven. And Jake? Uh, mine is uh, four point eight three. Wow. <laughs> but because you know why though? I'm fascinated. I, I wonder how they work. That's my thing. I'm curious to know how it would work. You know how how an autopsy would work. How do you embalm someone? How you know that that's that mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more curious about. Just the science the of science it, not the of grotesqueness it. Exactly. of it. Exactly. Okay. okay, that's what that's what interests me. All right, All right. and so uh, the and then there's a violence score. Yeah. Okay. Um, mine is four and a half. So that's my highest rating. It's four point five. Apparently, I'm I'm violent. Okay, uh, Sarah. 
Uh, 5.17, which is way lower than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I was okay. pretty happy with that. Chris? 5.5. Morley? Man, I thought I was high. 3.67, <laughs> above average. What got me, I think, because I'm very capable of separating movies and TV violence yes. from being real. Yeah. And I, so I don't mind violence in TVs and movies, which which is part of the question. Yeah. So. Um, and, um, yeah, well, I'm glad my violence score is lower than all of yours. It's a 3.3. Hmm. Yeah, it's 3.3. So overall, my morbid curiosity score is 4.71. And I'm a full point below that, 3.79, virtually. 3.41 for me. Okay. And then Sarah? I'm a five. Five even? Yep. Wow. And Chris? 4.92. 4.92, only brought down by the violence thing, because everything else, spiritually and all the rest of that stuff, the paranormal, you love that stuff. Well, they didn't get into Bigfoot. You know, I think there's (laughs) there's something lacking in this. So what does this mean is is a big question. So we're going to check in uh, with our guest. Yeah, he's going to explain it all, and we'll talk about the science of fear coming up after the 6.30 news. (gasps)